How are you? I'm great. As Mondays go, it's certainly in my top thousand. Did you manage to do any freeletics or whatever they're called? I did. So I did those tricep dips that, that you were talking about yesterday. Mm. Um, there were things I used to do ages ago for a very brief period just because I had this app that told me to do them. Going back to do them now was difficult. I could really feel it in like my bingo wings. It was very difficult. Like I was push myself up and down on the bed because I've got a bed that has a frame that's kind of good for that kind of thing. And it just like it was a whole different thing to push ups or sit ups. You know, I was like, no, I, I think I'm overestimating a bit because it is easier than a push up. But I think as much as I was trying not to have my legs do any lifting, just I find, anatomically. I find your body gets tired a lot quicker. When you're doing the tricep dips than the push-ups. I think your muscles are just not as strong there naturally. Oh, not for me. Push-ups I find so much more difficult. I'm uh, not saying that the tricep dips are easier or anything. But mm. No, I'd find I'd find push-ups easier than tricep dips. The things that still get me are the lifting your legs up and down again. Oh, just like gently lifting them up, holding them, putting them down again, is it? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, like you never realise how heavy your legs are. Well, it's it's more so your core just isn't strong enough. Mm. And I mean, it, that's exactly what you're hitting when you're doing the stand-up paddle boarding. It's your core is the is what needs to be strong and what you're building. Yeah. I didn't get out my paddle board today because this godforsaken heat wave was not a heat wave, but a piss and rain wave. So did you do anything? Not yet. I'm going to go out for a bit of a jog after this. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it too, just to get out, clear my head, because I haven't been out much all day. I mean, even if you get a shitty, pissy, rainy day, you can still do your exactly that kind of freeletic stuff inside. Oh, yeah. I don't even mind running in the rain, to be quite honest, as long as I can have a shower afterwards. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't, unless it was a very nice day and, like, it wasn't very windy, I would... I wouldn't go out in the paddleboard because that would be, I'd say, very difficult. And if I got into trouble, you know, or got tired or something, it would it would be make things a lot harder. It certainly would be sleepy, all right, yeah. Mm. So, what have you been up to for the day? Well, I went out for a run again at lunch. It was only on the last stretch of road when I was coming home that it started raining. But other than that, it was nice. I think I'm starting to see some results from this. Whether it's all in my head or whether it's real, I don't know. But I'm kind of happy either way. Good, good. I'm Think glad I'm, to hear it. I'm feeling a little more toned uh, in, in a small way. And yeah. I think there's a little bit coming off the belly. Yeah, it is good. Now, good. I still, there's still a pair of pants that I was wearing yesterday that I had trouble tying the button. But, like, mm. they're a fairly small size anyway. So, because, yeah, yeah. like, all through college and secondary school and stuff, I was, like, nearly underweight, probably underweight. Yeah, you could tread a needle with you. Yeah, so I would still buy those size clothes and I still fit into them. But now in pants, I'm like a 32 as opposed to a 30. But the pants oh, I was well. wearing were a 30. So I was having trouble closing them. Mm. But yeah, not so much an issue as it was. Yeah, 32. Yeah, no, I'm, ha, I'm long since gone from 32. 
<laughs> in both age and waistline. Yeah, no, I think I'm about 30, 38 waist. Sometimes it's 36, depending, but 38. My waist isn't, like, I've, I suppose, I just the way I carry my weight tends to be in the belly itself. Yeah. So, you know, my waist isn't, goes up and down, but it's not, it's never going to be colossal. It's more so just the belly. I think what you need to do is get yourself one of those big juicy booties. Like, become a big booty bitch. Oh, big big booty bitch oh <laughs> yeah like like the rapper's girlfriends do you have um uh, if you can just like transfer big. all your weight to your hole you will meet the standard of what is expected of a woman in these crazy times i like big booty bitches big big booty bitches oh big booty bitches big big booty bitches oh skinny <laughs> bitches get out we don't want no skinny bitches skinny bitches get out we don't want no skinny bitches I'm surprised you know that. That's class. <laughs> yeah, it is very funny. Uh, yeah, but what was I watching last night? I watched something. Oh, I watched this thing on Netflix called The English Game. It's about, it's like one of those period dramas except about soccer. Right. It was all right. Not worth a watch? Maybe. Like, if you're looking for something to watch, it's sort of light enough that you can watch it. But, you know, it's not, it's not gripping or anything. Yeah. Generally, I, I, I'm not into sports at all. But it's like Downton Abbey, except for soccer. You've hit a Venn diagram of things I couldn't give a shit less about. Yeah. it. I mean, it's it's watchable, but it's it's not gripping. Do you remember Mean Machine? Not personally. Oh, it's a fucking brilliant film. What's it about? Um, Vinnie Jones plays an ex-footballer. I who... do recall this film. Yes, and he goes to prison and they organise a, fo- a football game with the guards and Jason Statham is in it as well and he plays an absolute lunatic. This was a kind of a a remake or a kind of a copy of an older film, which... The Longest was... Yard, yeah. No, not... Was it The Longest Yard? Yeah, they remade The Longest Yard then again. With um, Pele and Sliced Lone and Ozzy Ardiles and all these chaps in it. Uh, let me do a quick cursory Google because I know they remade The Longest Yard again with Adam Sandler. No, I want the original. Thank you, Google. Cast 1974. No, okay, this is an American football thing with um, what be his name? Uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, I like I've definitely heard about it. Yeah. Either um, way, the the Vinnie Jones one is absolutely excellent. If you haven't seen it in a couple of years. It really withstands the test of time. Danny Dyer is fantastic in it. He plays this um this forlorn dipshit who just can't get a win. And he it's it's nice to see him not be that Danny Dyer hard man kind of role. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's so funny. Escaped Victory was the one I was talking about. Ah, very well, maybe inspired by that also. Have you seen this? This is a nineteen eighty one film. No, and in it was Bobby Moore. Aziar Diles, Pele, Werner Roth. You had Sliced Alone. He was in Gold. I remember Michael Caine. Like it's pretty, pretty savage film. Oh, Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. Give me the fucking ball. Do you know that Michael Caine really loves French house music? Really? Yeah, like kind of chillaxed, coming down off yokes kind of music. Oh, huh. weird. House music. What? What's house music now? I think you drop it into the class of dance music. Okay, I get you, yeah. You know, with the fat bass drops and stuff. Hmm. Mm, he loves that. Ambient chill out music. 
I like Michael Caine as an actor, and I like him as a chap as well. He seems like a nice guy. He's brilliant. I, I heard um someone doing an impression of him one time, and they said this is something that they had said, that they had heard him say, is how he picks a movie. So he says his process is, he looks at the first page, and he looks at the last page, and if he's on both of them, he does the fucking film. <laughs> I liked he had this thing whereby, I don't know who it was who was saying it, but he was explaining it to him. That when you're on film, that you look into the eye of the person you're talking to that's nearest the camera. That that's where you stare. Okay. Which is, it's just like, he was kind of explaining his myth and he was like, it's a neat trick. (laughs) Bizarre. I made spaghetti bolognese today. Did you? Was it nice? Very nice now, yeah. I put in peppers and mushrooms and onions and... I put in mince and I put in bolognese sauce and I put in passata and I put in garlic and yeah, that was pretty much it. Isn't it putting nice. in passata into bolognese sauce kind of redundant? It, I felt like it would have been quite dry by the time, you know, there wasn't enough bolognese sauce so I felt it sort of lent an extra bit. It wasn't like a massive jar of bolognese sauce. I don't believe in getting the cheap bolognese sauce because of the diarrhea that it gives you. Make your own. Yeah, I mean, I could have done with the passata. Oh, and I put in a load of basil as well. I could have done with the passata, but I just think if you actually have bolognese sauce that's pre-made, it generally tastes nicer because all of the ingredients have already been mixed up a bit. Yeah, I mean, health-wise, not, not as good for you, but it certainly is convenient. It's convenient, yeah, and it tastes nicer. It just tastes nicer. I mean, it would be grand if you if you were leaving the bolognese for a couple of days, because I find bolognese gets nicer the longer it's left. Mm. Same with stew. Stew is always better the second day. Leads me on to a topic that I wanted to bring up with you. Right. How do you make the perfect scrambled eggs? Okay. No like, question. Perfectly like, delicious or perfectly. Perfectly healthy. delicious, like not right. too dry and brainy looking and yet not too undercooked okay so you put milk into the pan and bring it heated up and you melt a bit of butter into the milk and then you whisk up your eggs and you slowly add it but just when you have it added make sure that you add your salt and pepper at that point right why at that point because that way it'll be better mixed into the egg before the egg hardens fully right the egg is fluffy i've been messing around with scrambled eggs in the last kind of week or so i've been having them most days for for lunch and they're so easy to mock up but so simple to make that I'm, i've just been interested is yeah what, what's what do what do individual people do to just get their scrambled eggs to taste do you know what intrigues me with scrambled eggs why throwing a little dash of curry sauce or curry powder on the top strange I, i've been putting cayenne pepper in it which is, wouldn't be too different yeah i, um, I prefer the curry powder but yeah yeah like the, I've, I've been the last few days now i've been putting say a bit of spinach more a tiny tiny bit of smoked cheese peppers or not peppers mushrooms and spring onion nice. in them but what i will do is i put the pepper and the salt in before i mix up the egg i mix up the egg then and then i pour milk into the egg a little bit of olive oil on the pan and then throw it all in and after maybe 20 seconds uh, of moving the the egg around then i put on my toppings yeah i would know a bit of olive oil 
I'd be allergic to adding olive oil to that now. That wouldn't work at all for me. Why? Uh, no, no, just no. See, I won't put butter on it because we're doing this. I'm not going near butter. Yeah, but like we did say the deliciousness aspect was key. That's why I added the butter. You don't like olive oil? No, I like olive oil. I just wouldn't put it anywhere near scrambled egg. Hmm. Um, See, I barely even think of olive oil as a flavor. I think it mucks up scrambled egg a bit. Yeah. I must try it tomorrow, so without it. You just put milk on and use that as the kind of cooking yeah. lubricant. Yeah, the milk, the and, then, and then you add the, the whisked up eggs into it and and keep it stirred. Okay, well, I'll give that a go tomorrow, and I'll report back to you if tis any worth having. And add a bit of butter, just for, I mean, butter one day isn't going to kill you. No, nope, won't buy it, won't use it. This is a health binge. Butter is the enemy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, you do know. Throw away the butter. I don't actually find think butter is... I mean, it's not good for cholesterol and stuff. But I don't think it's particularly bad in terms of... Like, I think anything with sugars is just way worse. But it's... No, like no, no, Stephen, you're talking out your hole there. Oh, I'm not, no. No, no butter no, is that, full of fat. Don't get... Oh, always but used fats to aren't say, necessarily bad for you. No, no, butter is not... Uh, on list of stuff that you could be cutting out that is really easy to cut out, butter is, like, way up there. I especially if it's real butter, which is the only any, butter word having. Anything with sugar is 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 just generally way worse. I mean the for for the cholesterol, yeah, butter is not good. But uh, in terms of actually putting on weight, I, I I but then again, I'm a kind of a person who doesn't have much butter on anything anyway. Mm. But I I do find that it's the sugary things, not the fatty things, that are the killer. I reckon we should get some sort of poll on Twitter or something going on for this because I I think you um are really underestimating the killer power of butter. And I I do love it. Butter is, is delicious and I would love a big crusty roll with some butter on it. But that has no place in the health range. Yeah, I'm never I'm not a big butter eater, but I just generally speaking, I don't think the, the fatty foods are are as problematic. They're called fatty sure. foods. Yeah, but I mean, fats aren't necessarily bad for you, cer- certain ones at least. But in terms of you putting on weight, the fatty foods I don't think are particularly bad. In fact, there's been a kind of a an argument about this, whether fatty foods or sugars are worse. And in the past, marketing campaigns and things have sought to brandish uh, fatty foods as being the cause of obesity, whereas a lot of people seem to come around to the idea that it is sugar. Okay, I want you to find some research for me for tomorrow to base that on. And I will do the same from the other side. Cool beans. We'll do that tomorrow. So, excellent. Thank you very much, Adam. Right. Have a good evening, Steve. Stay with the butter. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye.